Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, April 12th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Congress is coming back into session. We've got the three dynamics to watch as President Joe Biden's push for a massive infrastructure package starts in earnest. Number two, the Biden administration has invited a number of Republicans to the White House. Does that mean it's a serious push for bipartisanship? And number three, who is ready for some no observations from Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell? How will he react to the scathing comments by President Trump over the weekend? All right, Jake, let's get into it. We are coming off of a two-week recess. Congress is coming back. The Senate is back later today, the House tomorrow. There's kind of three things we're watching going into this week in terms of the future of Joe Biden's infrastructure package. Yeah, it's 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 big. It's a huge it's a huge couple days, huge couple weeks here. Um, and uh, for a bunch of reasons. Number one, if you're looking to understand when this will get when when infrastructure will happen or if it will happen, you have to look in the next couple weeks here to see if the House could produce a bill sometime in May. If they can't produce a bill sometime in May, they're sunk. They can't get this done by July 4th. Which is the deadline that Speaker Pelosi kind of self-imposed, right? Yes, she self-imposed the deadline of July 4th um, or thereabout. She didn't say it was a hard deadline, but she put it out there. And so now it it is a deadline. Um, And I I think that, frankly... um, uh, this is that that is kind of the 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 starting block of this process and and by the way i mean the house is in for 2 weeks right now um and then goes out of session for another 2 weeks at the end of the month so you know um it's easier to get things done and get consensus around items and around processes when congress is in session so you know th- th- we're going to be watching these next 2 weeks really carefully yeah, another thing to watch, and obviously, I mean, I feel like it's we're kind of a broken record here, is Joe Manchin, right? The Democrat from West Virginia has no problem being the thorn in Democrats' side when it comes to being maybe out of step or in a, in a very different position than the vast majority of the Democratic caucus in the Senate. We're going to be watching him extremely closely uh, when you look at where does he land on some of these Big, big issues. Reconciliation. Does he draw a hard line on this? Where does he end up on the corporate tax rate? I mean, these kind of key, these are going to be key things that everybody's going to be trying to read the tea leaves for where where is Joe Manchin on this? Because it basically could be the, you know, rubber stamp to getting some of these things done or could make, you know, Democrats and certainly Joe Biden's life much more difficult. Let's go to the number two item of the day. Uh, the White House has a group of Republicans and Democrats from the House and Senate coming over for a meeting on infrastructure. The The members of the House are Don Young of Alaska, Republican Don Payne, Democrat of New Jersey, Garrett Graves, Republican of Louisiana, and David Price, Democrat of North Carolina. From the Senate, it's uh, Maria Cantwell, Democrat of Washington, Roger Wicker, Republican of Mississippi, uh, Deb Fisher, Republican of Nebraska, and Alex Padilla, Democrat of California. So... Interesting mix, to say the least. Yeah, these aren't kind of, I I don't, these are, I'm not, you know, this is not meant as an insult, but these are not centers of influence in uh, either chamber at either party. Um, These are um, rank and file, some senior, I mean, Don Young, the most, uh, the dean of the House of Representatives, the longest serving Republican in the House ever. Um, So, you know, these are people who could be interested in a deal, but I, 
I, I don't, I'm I'm sorry, I don't get it, to be frank with you. <laughs> you know, you don't have any Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, or Lisa Murkowski, these kinds of self-fashioned deal makers. And the interesting thing is, I'm not suggesting that there's a deal at hand for these in this, you know, in infrastructure, but, um, you know, those people are going to be, they want to be in the mix and at the White House and doing these things. I'm talking about Collins, Murkowski, Romney, that, not them specifically, but that, kind of sphere over there and and listen i think this is it's interesting that this is where they went first yeah i mean to me it's it's i think very interesting when you look at coming off of this weekend um the washington post ashley parker has a great story up uh overnight about how the Biden administration is defining bipartisanship uh, differently much more expansively not about votes in congress but about support in america for where for bills and i do think this potentially opens them up in terms of the Biden administration to say like listen like we're meeting with a lot of people instead of you know kind of facing frustration among rank and file and certainly even senior members like a Maria Cantwell that oh you're just meeting all you know with Mitt Romney and Susan Collins all the time um, that there's other folks that do matter in this Congress and so kind of at least on the front end looking more expansively it'll be interesting to see how that plays uh, in Washington. Could I, could, I, could I just say something here? You know I don't really care how they define it to be honest with you. I like that Ashley Parker story. I thought it was good but who cares how they define it? Bipartisan means it gets votes from both parties in Congress. I mean, what you know, like I, you could call, you could call, a, you know, a donkey a, a pony, and it doesn't make it true. <laughs> you know Coming what in I mean? Hot like, this morning, Sherman. <laughs> well, just it's just nonsense. Just because they want to say it's by yes, there are Republicans and Democrats that su- that support everything on planet Earth. So is everything bipartisan? No, not everything's bipartisan. Bipartisan means you get votes for both from both parties in Congress, or else it's not bipartisan. I mean, that, that just it's a valiant effort of of messaging. I will give them yeah, that. I All guess. right. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the day. Donald Trump had some scathing remarks over the weekend as Republicans were going down there, um, you know, to Mar-a-Lago during his speech for the one and only Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Their relationship we've talked a bunch about over the last several weeks and months obviously has deteriorated to basically nil. Um but but still, I think the question is going to be, obviously, a bunch of reporters are going to be on the Hill this week covering the Senate, and they're going to want to know what Mitch McConnell thinks about this. Yeah, and guess what? Mitch McConnell doesn't care. Um, I, I can imagine. I mean, I don't know. I've not... Um I've not spoken to Mitch McConnell about this. I would imagine he doesn't really care. Um, I, I, you know, McConnell doesn't really engage in Trump bashing or Trump weighing in, so to speak. Uh, and for good reason. Uh, Mitch McConnell's in Congress, in the Senate, and um, Donald Trump is at home. <laughs> so, so you know, that's a big that's a big win for McConnell. I, I mean, he might engage on on Trump invoking his wife, uh, uh, Elaine Chao, who was Trump's uh um, transportation secretary, but I can't imagine he really cares about what Donald Trump has to say about him at this point. And it is, it, I mean, it is, we get it, right? Trump doesn't like McConnell. I'd also say that, you know, Trump, McConnell would have, uh, Trump would have no uh, victories if it weren't for Mitch McConnell. So it's a bit of a short sighted, 
deal. But man, I, you know, I, I am so sick of this back and forth between McConnell or it's really not even a back and forth. It's just a fourth because it's just McConnell. It's well, just, but it's not going to stop just because you're sick of it. I mean, yes, I think no, it's that, not. I, that, I, I don't assume going that to it's going to stop some, just because I'm sick of it. This is going to be something that Donald Trump is going to go back to the well on over and over. And we're going to see this, whether it's just kind of personal, you know, like lacerations that he's trying to do against Mitch McConnell. But this fight, it, to me, the only reason why it matters is going into 2022 does you know Donald Trump use this to try to you know kind of be a thorn in the side of Mitch McConnell when it comes to some of these Senate races and Senate candidates that's the way to actually think about this and certainly whether you know when you look at Mitch McConnell I don't think he's not somebody who gets his feelings hurt and lashes out back right he is going to keep his eye on the prize for him that is all about trying to get back into the majority and keep as many members of his that are in his conference to not retire so that he actually has a shot at that. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.